This is the 15th session of 200 on private equity, and in this session we're going to talk about growth equity investments. So a growth equity investment is a private equity transaction that involves a sponsor's investment in a liquid, non-publicly traded securities issued by a privately held growth company, usually but not always for a minority interest in the firm. The sponsor um, in most transactions is a large, is a late-stage venture capital investor, traditional institutional venture capital investor, specialist growth equity private equity firm, uh, a traditional buyout firm, or a corporate strategic investor. Growth equity investments differ from venture capital investments in that the former involves large diverse groups of existing shareholders, such as seed investors, angel investors, uh, early-stage institutional venture capital investors, founders, former and current management members, and other service providers. Uh, extensive due diligence, um, complex investment pricing, sophisticated investment structures, uh, favorable equity terms, uh, full sets of stockholder rights and protections, less risk, and diverse um, exit strategies. These investments can also be more complicated than other types of minority-controlled investments because they involve firms with longer firm uh, operating histories, larger and more complex balance sheets, different classes of existing shareholders, uh, liquidity structures for existing shareholders, uh, and investor leverage. The investment typically finances uh, a recapitalization, existing stockholder liquidity, or the expansion or accelerated growth of the firm's business. The target here will typically have an established business model, uh, revenues, uh, operating profits uh, as well, but not enough operating cash to fund its business objectives or enable it to borrow the funds or raise capital uh, in public debt. I'm sorry or equity uh, markets. While the buyer will provide strategic and operations operational support to the acquired target after closing, because growth equity sponsors rely on the existing management team to oversee uh, strategy and operations, both the quality of the management team and sufficiency of management equity ownership to align investor and management incentives are important considerations during deal negotiations. Because targets in growth equity transactions tend to have longer operating histories and larger and more complex balance sheets than early stage startups, growth equity investments usually require more due diligence on the firm's current equity capitalization and its issued and outstanding securities, as well existing shareholder rights, um, company liabilities, uh, and Hart Scott Rodino compliance. When it comes to existing equity capitalization, um, PET members will typically be tasked with compiling tables, uh, displaying the number of issued and outstanding shares in existing common stock classes, the common stock classes issuable under management or employee equity incentive plans, uh, convertible preferred stock series uh, with senior liquidation preferences, uh, and warrants or other stock equivalents ex ex exercisable uh, for common stock or preferred stock issued to lenders or investors. Um, as equity kickers or third-party strategic partners, customer suppliers, or other parties with whom the target has had a commercial relationship. Here, the team member should review the firm's stock ledger, um, stock certificate copies, board minutes regarding stock issuance, a corporate charter, certificate of designation, uh, stockholder agreements, uh, warrant agreements, um, equity plan documents, and award agreements and copies of all documents and agreements relating to the issuance of equity by the firm. In reviewing this information, uh, PET members should verify all issued and outstanding convertible securities, including all series of preferred stock, convertible debt, and warrants, and the number of common stock shares underlying these securities based on the applicable conversion or exercise prices, uh, any stock splits, reverse stock splits, uh, recapitalizations, I'm sorry, or similar firm events affecting the number of outstanding shares, as well as all issued and outstanding common uh, stock shares, including voting and non-voting classes of stock, uh, the preferred authorization and issuance of all capital stock shares, uh, 
all management and employee equity incentives, including all shares underlying outstanding equity incentive awards, as well as uh, all reserved but unissued shares under stock option plans and similar incentive plans, um, and and all anti-dilution provisions um, in uh, convertible securities uh, or warrants. This information is needed to properly price the buyer's investment, uh, determine how much equity ownership it should receive for its investment, uh, structure the securities it will purchase in the investment, and uh, request its required preferences, privileges, and contractual rights and protections. So it's, it's needed to make the request, right? The thought here um, is that more shares of common stock that are that the more shares of common stock that are determined to be outstanding and that are included in the calculation of pricing the sponsor's shares, we lower the price per share and the more shares um, issued to the sponsor for the investment. In any event, right, uh, the firm should be required to make representations and warranties in the Securities of Purchase, purchase Agreement uh, for its equity capitalization. And that concludes this 15th session uh, of 200 on private equity, not, of course, ruling out the possibility of bonus sessions.